You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I'm feeling on fire after my prediction. When Jordan Love was picked, I predicted Aaron Rodgers losing his mind over it, and I was dead right with it. I predicted the downfall of the Green Bay Packers quarterback position as far as Aaron Rodgers leaving because of that uh, Jordan Love pick. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. I was feeling it yesterday, Matt Hamilton. Yeah, hot start. I'm feeling it today, though, too. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The Mounds are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. Did you send Wollersheim down to look? I did. All right. I, I probably misread the email, and I think they left the beer at... Their front desk, ah, not so our front desk. You're sending, you're saying that I need to go out and get some. No, I'm I'll still go gonna send Wollershaw. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I know he's listening right now, Ryan. If you're, I know you're listening, go run to Frank and pick up our beer. I, I love, need it by the end I, of the show. I love that one. You put out the bat signal, then you were expected to bring it to our doorstep. I, I mean, they've <laughs> got people all over town all day. You never know; they might have been like in the neighborhood. Is Matt Hamilton entitled, Alex <laughs> What do, What do you think? Uh, yes. I just misread an email, okay? Let's not go as <laughs> but far you read as I'm With your mind's eye, because on average, we'll go per month, how many free things are sent to your doorstep at the <laughs> Hamilton out. household? Get out. <laughs> Please. Oh. Uh. More than one? <laughs> so more than most people? <laughs> Alex, on average, how many free things are sent to your doorstep? Free? Yeah. The answer is zero, if not negative, because I pay for everything that shows up at my doorstep. <laughs> so it's not negative. The answer is zero. Straight. Now, I'm not one to talk. It doesn't show up at my doorstep, but I free things come here for me, or I get free things. So I'm not going to complain. But Matt Hamilton is another level. It is a different level. I am not in the Matt Hamilton sphere of free things. Yeah, I mean, I just I misread the thing. I thought it was I thought it was downstairs because, at our front desk. Like a normal person, Alex Strofe would assume, <laughs> oh, I at least gotta go get it. But obviously someone who has free things brought literally no, 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 to their start. their doorstep regularly. So so are you saying I'm crazy for checking my doorstep first? No. <laughs> That's where it normally is. Hey, so I just look shut there. up. <laughs> Uh, you thought, the, you thought the, the Coors Light uh, fairy was just going to drop it off, yeah. put it under your pillow. I mean, I will pull, <laughs> yank a tooth if that's the case. <laughs> uh, he is Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Preseason football. Alex Strove's favorite season of football. Preseason football. Because that's what matters the most. Uh, Do you bet preseason, Alex? I have quit gambling. (laughs) Oh, good good man. Till I have not placed a bet since uh, January. I'm not impressed because it's not football season. season Ended. Yes, this football Uh, season is going to start, and you're going to tell me you're going to think I got to take a year off to lick my wounds from last year. It was a really rough season. (laughs) I would not like to tell you how much I lost. Can you give us, like, is it double? Is it, like, three or four digits? Four digits. Yeah. That's why we play the game. You play (laughs) to lose the games. 
So no no gambling. You know the Packers are uh, three point favorites. Playing the Seahawks. Playing Seattle. Yeah. That's because Jordan Love is playing. I would bet three and a half every day of the week. Maybe I got to get back on the horse because Jordan Love's winning at least by twenty four. <laughs> Come on now. We're Sean Clifford truthers on this show. Well, <laughs> and when Sean comes in, he's gonna tear it up. The Packers uh, don't pick bad quarterbacks, Jim. Period. Right. Just ask Brett Hundley. He was fine. <laughs> Sean Clifford yeah. will never do anything of significance in the NFL. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to say you're wrong until he proves you wrong. And look, there's a danger because what? Matt Flynn, what did he have? Like five, six touchdowns against New England in some random game? Six. I had six against Detroit in the oh, final Detroit? season, which is okay. the Packers' record for most in a game. Right. Which, he had a fantastic game against New England where he did eventually, they did lose, but it was like, he had a big game we thought it was like done for sure. And he kept the Packers in a really tight one. So, as a Packer fan, does it annoy you? Because obviously, Packers have had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, arguably two quarterbacks who will finish, at least if it ended today, top 15 of all time. Not as people, Brett Favre, but just as quarterbacks. And the record holder for the most touchdowns in the game is Matt Flynn. (laughs) Like, it just feels out of place. I mean... That's that's why I said Matt Flynn's so good. That's why I'm taking Matt Flynn circa 2013. <laughs> no, but I mean, let's be real. Matt Flynn got he he lived the best NFL career. Really, never had to be a starter, but made crazy good money Ooh. to be the best backup. Like, so let's let's throw this. He might have had the best NFL career out there. We're gonna cross. I wanted to get in the preseason, and Jordan Love has earned the right not to have to play in the preseason. I get putting him out there, but I don't think it's worth the risk because again, you might as well light your season on fire. You just rip it up and go home. Like literally, just pack up and go home with Jordan Love's hurt because you got right. nothing to back up quarterback. And so, I want to ask this question though: What journeyman like backup quarterback had the best? NFL career because you could go with Jim Sorge. Jim Sorge, former Badger, backed up. Do you know who he backed up? Peyton. Peyton Manning. Yeah, he didn't see the field. I mean, that's a, that's a run. Let's try to make these Wisconsin based. So we could go Matt Flynn. He got paid. Sorge never Doug. got paid. Doug Peterson. How many strofe? You're. Our, I don't have a computer in front of me. How many snaps did Doug Peterson play with the Green Bay Packers? I think he got paid too as a backup. Like he got kind of paid after being the backup for Brett Favre, at least right. paid for that era. So I want to make this Wisconsin-based. So what Wisconsin-connected, or however you want to word it, backup QB had the, the best career, 844-770-3776. Doug Peterson in his first, first stint with the Packers went through 24 passes. <laughs> then he went to Philly, Cleveland, and came back for four years. Through 28 in his 34-year-old season. So less than 100 passes in his career with the Packers. Correct. Attempted, and he had a. He went two and seven with the Eagles and one and seven with the Browns as a starter. So Matt Flynn, Jim Sorge, and Doug Peterson. Is there enough? Brooks Bollinger was around for a little bit. I don't know yeah. if he was around enough, but another guy that Tolzien. The worst, yeah. yeah but Tol- I feel like Bollinger. Let's figure it out between Bollinger and Tolzien because the thing is, the best thing that ever happened to Jim Sorge, he never had to play. You never got exposed. Brooks Bollinger was in the league until he had to play, and they're like, oh wait. He can't do it. Yeah, and then <laughs> Flynn got beat out for a job. By Russ. By, yeah. I mean, by But him. he got paid at least. So it oh, could be Flynn. Oh, he certainly got it when he went out to Because there was Seattle. a good guaranteed number into that one. So 844-770-3776. In honor of the preseason game coming up on Sunday. Or is it Saturday? Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. On Saturday, 
and Matt Hamilton's out tomorrow. We're going to talk a lot of preseason football, but we're what? not going to... Double weddings. Got a wedding Friday night in Minneapolis Who's and a filling wedding in for him tomorrow. No, no idea on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. No idea. Huh? You? You're out? Uh, no, I'm around tomorrow. Maybe you're in. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just the Rutland Maybe show. Maybe it's just me and you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll we'll push the it. buttons. You do the talking. All Jump right. around, rehash. There you go. There throw you back go. To that. A little throwback. A little throwback Friday. So Matt Hamilton being out, we're gonna do our preseason talk today for the Packer game on Saturday, and we're not. We're gonna try to stay away from as much traditional preseason talk as we can. So I want to go right now. Which career backup quarterback? Who, like whose career would you have wanted? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Jim Sorgi, Matt Flynn, Doug Peterson, and who did we decide our fourth is going to be? Alex Strofe. Is it is it Tolzien or is it Ballinger? Let's go Tolzien. Let's go Scott Tolzien. So which journeyman backup quarterback? Whose career would you have wanted? 844-770-3776. That'll be our first Iron Jock poll question. Strofe can figure out how to word that. You guys are loving the backup quarterback talk this week. Happy preseason. Look, this is... look. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in for it. But yeah. also, like, welcome to not having... We don't know what Jordan Love will be, but he's currently not a franchise quarterback. So welcome to not having a franchise quarterback. Because there are... Wait a minute. the hell did you just say? Welcome to not having a franchise quarterback. What do you mean he's without a doubt not a franchise quarterback? How the hell do you know that? To, right, I'm saying right now, like going in next year, oh. you, he's not. Like today, he has not proven well, anything. Well, he might be. He's not proven he is, though. But you can't say he's not. I can. No, today, can. He is not. Today, today, he is not. Today, he may not be. No, today, he but is in, not. But in two weeks, he may be. No, you could not be a he franchise. He can't turn into a franchise guy in two weeks. Mahomes no did way. it in two weeks. <laughs> Mahomes did it in week one. All right, he beat, I'm not even he beat the snot out of the Steelers week one so of the 2018 you think, season. You think after he beat the snot out of the Steelers, it didn't matter what he did the rest of that he, season? He, he showed every intangible that a franchise quarterback has, and there was without a doubt in my mind that he was the guy. Maybe oh. Love does that this year. Okay, I why, okay. I don't know how we can sit up here hey, and, and, and here's if, the use our platform and say, yeah, there's there's no hey, doubt what did I say? he's not a franchise what did I quarterback. Say? Right what did I say? Right you said without a doubt he's to, not a franchise quarterback. Today, right, now. right today, right? I run the tape Right, back. today. You're parsing today. words. Second, second time you said the day. I don't think you said the day the first time. That's why I reacted. I'm saying today. Nah. And even your point about Patrick Mahomes is still the not relevant to Jordan Love because he has not been the starter week one of a game. Correct? So he's still not to the Patrick Mahomes point. But he will be. We don't. He will, but he's not today. You're just praying on his downfall, aren't you? What I'm trying to do is have a fun conversation about backups, <laughs> yeah, and you're just fun. being a butthead about it. Because we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what Jordan Love's going to be. We ha- There are truly Sean Clifford truthers out there. It is a true thing that exists that there are fans out there who are trying. Why isn't this going to be on ESPN Madison? Why are we putting it on Relic and Hamilton? This is a this is a good ESPN <laughs> Madison poll right now. Are you now. sure about that? I am sure about that. You don't get to this. That is a sports question. That is a good question. <laughs> Which backup quarterback? Don't you put that you? on me right now. Yeah. That is a sports-related question because behind the glass, we'll throw up questions that are a little zany at mm-hmm. Jim and Matt. Right. Like, oh, these guys are too insane to do... A show uh, we can't have that on our <laughs> precious ESPN Madison Twitter. This is a sports related question. This is not insane. <laughs> I agree. Thank you. Two out of the three. It's a little insane, but it's not. It's still sports related. Which yeah, it's you not even like the question. What food do you eat in bed? Like we didn't ask that question. <laughs> do you pee your pants when you go in an elevator? No, we didn't ask those Just questions. Hey. Did you listen to yesterday's show? We asked people to chime in why they think uh, Ryan Walsh sounds better than you. How many responses did you get? Uh, Lots. We, we had yeah, to censor him. Yeah. We had Lots, to, like, huh? broke. 
the talk talk we, text I, 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 I heard he got zero. Is that true? We unplugged I the phone. I have no idea. We honestly threw it out once to be a start the show and then moved on. Because yeah. uh, we also we had a we had a good one yesterday with the Badgers. People are excited about the Badger football team. As but anyways, back to this. Jim Sorgi, Doug Peterson, Matt Scott Tolzien, Matt Flynn. Whose career would you have wanted? It's Matt Flynn. Because it's backup quarterback season. Like, Saturday, yes. it is. It's backup quarterback season for sure. That's Adrian, why we love watching. Adrian O'Connell, or Aiden O'Connell, whatever the guy from Purdue, he's crushing it out uh, with the Raiders. Uh, the Bears got an undrafted rookie who they're all excited about as a new backup quarterback. There's literally, I listened to a podcast with Dayton Brugler from The Athletic. There's like six quarterbacks who are like, have never started the game, who are just slinging the pill in the preseason that people are losing their mind excited about. So it is officially backup quarterback season. Like, the last preseason game is the Super Bowl for backup quarterbacks. It's, yeah, it's the Super Bowl for backups, period. Yes, true. It's, but we only care about the backup quarterback. I mean, in general. Yeah, yeah, in general. But Are we going to talk about the third-string middle linebacker on Monday? Maybe. I mean, he'd have to do something have to do galactively something amazing awesome. or I mean, stupid. Did we ever talk about Kingsley Bears, A.J. Anikbari? He's, exactly. He's a backup edge rusher. We did not talk about Had it. Had a great game last week. He though. did. He did. Hopefully he takes that big step. Because, Jimmy, yeah. me and you were on Kingsley Bear from yes, day one. Yes. That was our guy. I was right on Romeo and, and Kingsley. And also the other guy was Zach Tom, but he will hopefully maybe turn around this year. Because that was the other guy oh, I thought God, would be yeah. good. He's the new right tackle. He's right, be but awesome. I, had, I thought he was going to take that job last year. So he's, I'm a year behind on him. But maybe those other guys will come around. It was Tom, Kingsley, and Dobbs are the three guys I thought would be good. That's when you guys are doing your draft show? Your it was called our. It was called Rutledge and Hamilton, and after the draft, we talked about players that we thought would be good. You probably were a part of that show too. The draft show? No, I mean, no. It, oh my god. <laughs> no, the show that Jim uh, is referencing is called it's, Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. That's it's, this it's, show. It's, yes. on, it's on ESPN yes. Madison every every weekday from two to four p.m. Got it. Got and, it. And Jim said what he's referring to on and the I aforementioned Rutledge and Hamilton show. And I was present. Uh, you're not always present, at least mentally. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would Fair maybe enough. you were here. You were here physically, but not in spirit. <laughs> Fair enough. So attracts. It, it does. That's kind of uh, your your motto. You're a big idiot. I'm I'm here, but I'm but not. I'm your big idiot, Strom. So get used to me. <laughs> not Hamilton. I'm here, but I'm not really here. Yeah. Is uh, your kind of life slogan there? Canopy Wealth Management. They take time to truly get to know and understand the dynamics of your values, goals, and plans for your family. No family fits your generic mold. Neither should your financial plan. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work hard towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com and get started with them today. That's canopy-wealth.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. During the break, and I'm not I'm not trying to call out Matt Hamilton on this because as soon as I played a song of his, he knew exactly who he was. Who is Everlast? Well, clearly a musical artist. Correct. Everlast. That sounds really familiar. <laughs> Everlast. One hit wonder? No, two hit wonder. But two different uh one solo and one uh as the uh part of a group. Oh, that's uh, House of Pain. <laughs> right. I mean, he's po- Matt is pointing to the screen that had the jumper on on the screen there. 
Uh, for Ohio State's game. on the well, no. well, Okay, it was it a was second ago. It was the Badgers doing... So Everlast is the lead singer of House of Pain. But then he also had a song. He had a, an album, but the, the song was What It's Like. And I'm sure if you hear it, you can play it for everyone else. Do that as a... Honestly, if you play the opening guitar riff, I think a lot of people would know it. That This was his other one hit. So I guess he's a two-hit wonder. One as Everlast and one as House of Pain. House of Pain had some... some some jams though. Yeah, I hate to I hate to be the guy. I'm pretty sure I only know Jump Around. I mean, that's their only popular, but I'm old. I had, I bought the tape. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, like you couldn't buy I had the cassette. I had the cassette tape, yeah. And it was a couple of them. I mean, we didn't buy singles either. I had to get CDs. Yeah, I know, same difference. Like, yeah. So, Strofe, do you know this song yet? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. same guy saying. And you know, another little musical thing. I don't know who I think it's the DJ one of the members of House of Pain went and joined Limp Biscuit. As oh. he was the uh, DJ for Limp Biscuit, like he, I think he had like weird contacts. And so, anyways, House <laughs> of Pain might have been more successful outside of House of Pain than actually with House of Pain. I would, I still maintain, I think to jump around, and it's hard to compete with Iowa waving to the the Children's Hospital because it's right. just heartwarming. But non pulling on your heartstring unfairness right. around, I I do honestly think to jump around. Top tier. I was top get- three college. I, I, you know what? I think jump around. We could ask this question. This is gonna be controversial. You guys can get mad at me. And it's not even me not being a Packer fan. I think jump around is better than bang on the drum. Agreed a million yeah. times over. Should yeah. we ask that question? Is that a, is that a fair question? Is that I, I think it's fair, but I think it'll be a blowout. I think it's a blowout. Jump around wins that. Really? Yeah. I hope so. Or roll out the barrel or anything. So like let's that. do yeah. it. Like let's do roll out the barrel. And then the Bucks still don't really have one. Light it up, but then oh, that's not really a. So let's put that one. You can throw that one at Jim and Matt. I'm not. I'm going to throw that one at ESPN Madison. Oh, I, like, I like it better than the last one. <laughs> You're just seeing your feelings because we're making fun of your precious preseason. Fair? Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Every, everybody take a timeout because I feel like I'm being viewed incorrectly here, fellas. <laughs> oh, do you? I, I do. Well, I, I feel and like he's Jim, Alex Strofe, Hamilton, Rutledge, Rutledge, and Hamilton. Go ahead. I feel like Jim continues to act like... I am just in love with the preseason. Like I just, I overvalue like more so everything. Than the, more than the regular season, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's where we're at with it. That's what we've. Yeah, I think you guys are right. Yeah. Well, I think you guys underplayed because we played what Matt missed on Tuesday, Monday after the Ravens lost to the Commanders in a preseason game, and I think you guys are undervaluing two things. Number one, it was the biggest preseason game of all time. And, oh and number yeah. two, it, it's the biggest win in Commanders history, and I'm talking strictly Commanders. You could, you could, like, I, I, I think it. <laughs> you might... don't think any of the regular season wins? beating the Packers Name last one. year? Name one. That was a pretty big win for them. That's bigger than uh, snapping the longest preseason winning streak. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, yeah. I feel like if I ask you, you this question again in a year, you, you are you doing a bit? Are you doing a bit right now? Regular <laughs> game. You are saying that. Big nothing oh, burger streak is more important. Absolutely. It's the biggest regular season the, game. They've been the commanders for what? Two full seasons? This will be their third? Oh they, like, God. beating the Packers in week eight is meaningless. No, it is beating literally the Ravens in preseason is meaningless. No, they, they snapped the longest streak. They're the first team to beat them in the preseason since 2015. You are proving our point they, by Mr. They, preseason. They, dude, yes. they, they haven't lost a preseason game since 2015. It's been eight years. Do you have a family Washington member Commanders. playing in this game? <laughs> Dude, what a magical moment it must have been in Baltimore Did that Did you night. hear the crowd? Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call. They it's the started biggest, crying. It's the, it's it was the, amazing. It's the biggest preseason game of all time. <laughs> When's like the parade? The biggest nothing what? burger of all time. Uh, honestly, Jim, me and you for a second. Yeah. 
They should probably have a parade for them. Oh that's okay. They have nothing else to cheer for. That's I guess like Dan a, Snyder's not their owner anymore. That's a big, like, double quarter pounder of nothing burger. Oh, I've you're so full of it. You're so full of it. The Ravens don't lose in the preseason. <laughs> that's why. Biggest preseason games of all I lost time. My butt last year in the gambling. I faded the Ravens. Brother, what you don't understand is last year I went on an 11 game winning streak gambling in the preseason. And then I still lost four digits in the regular season. <laughs> That's why. There we go. Yep. We finally peeled the onion to its core. It's because Strove can only win his gambling during the preseason. Come regular season, it's all downhill. Then this all makes sense. Thank you for helping us peel no, back that's these not it. It's just you guys don't show any respect to to these guys, right? Oh, these guys that, that are working John their Harbaugh, butt off. Relax, all right. Working their butt off to provide entertainment for you so, and you. But I didn't watch, so we, they didn't provide me anything. Right. Greatest preseason game of all time. You know what you're gonna do next week when you don't have any more preseason football? You're gonna think, watch, huh? A regular preseason college football game. I'm thinking, huh? Strove was really into that preseason game last Monday night. Maybe I should go watch it back at ESPN+. Plus. How many quarters of preseason football have you watched? I've watched all eight of the Packers. I watched three of the four on Monday. I watched four quarters of like a Giants... <laughs> I think it was Giants-Panthers game. Uh, maybe Jets-Panthers. Uh, I watched the Hall of Fame game, two quarters of that. I- I'm probably oh. near 20 quarters. Matt? Three? Yeah, I think about three. I got about a quarter of one of the Packers, and then I watched about a half oh, of them. So we're supposed to believe everything you're saying about the Packers game then? You guys aren't even watching the game, you frauds? Watch when the starters you're a bunch no, of frauds. No, we watch the starters. <laughs> yes. You're a bunch of frauds. Sean Clifford go sling the pill. Sean Clifford's the... been cooking people. <laughs> why are we? Why and that's are we... why we have a backup poll in honor of Sean Clifford. Yeah. You are just missing the point on all uh, of this, yeah, Sean. Yeah. You guys we're are insane. You. You right. guys are insane. <laughs> All right. Grow up, would you? Put right. a little respect on the preseason. <laughs> Idiot Sadler. John Harbaugh is going to take a break. John yeah. Harbaugh yeah. Is, is a legend Johnny, in the game. Chill out. 24 straight. Sadler. 24 of them. 844-770-3776 how you get into the show. Sadler of the Pat McAfee Show chimes in. As many of you know, I'm now the part of the Pat Mac fam. Congratulations, Sadler. <laughs> Uh, and Meat Sauce, there's no way that Love will be a franchise quarterback. Whoa. And he says he would tag A.J. Dillon. Hot takes. Hot takes what? from Sadler. He would tag A.J. Dillon? Like franchise tag him. Like after oh. the season, yeah. Franchise tag A.J. Dillon. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Hey. Stan in Belleville voted in on our, our quarterback poll because it's amazing. Scott Tolzien. And DJ, Le- DJ Lethal was the member of House of, House of Pain who went to Limp Bizkit. Oh, gotcha. Our first Iron Jock poll question. Which longtime backup quarterback would you like the career of? Great wording there, Alex Strove. 844-770-3776. No, I'm saying good job. Oh, thanks. I could not figure out how to word that properly. And he Nailed it. Nailed it. 51% Doug Peterson in the lead. Followed by one. Matt Flynn, Jim Sorge, then Scott Tolzien. I think people are sleeping on. Sorge may have made as much money as Matt Flynn. Because I feel like Jim Sorge was in the league for a long time. So even at like a million dollars a year for ten years, yeah. Like, and I mean, Flynn was in the league for ten years, wasn't he? I don't, I don't know. I don't, it, had, I don't. it was at least eight. We'll see. But I, I mean, Flynn's a good one, and I figured the Packer one was going to win because I think most people, if you could do it, you'd play for the Packers instead right. of like the Badgers and the Colts or the Badgers. Let's, I mean, Tolzien, what Badgers, Niners, Cowboys, 
and Packers. I don't know if he played for the Cowboys. He's just coaching with the Cowboys now. But regardless, that, that's another one. Yeah, he at least he played for the deal. Packers for a little bit as well. That is our first Iron Jack poll question. And our second Iron Jack poll question is, which Wisconsin sports anthem is the best? Jump around, bang on the drum, or roll out the barrel? Right now, jump around in the lead. Matt, I'll tell you this. I enjoy roll out the barrel more than the seventh inning stretch at AmFam Field. Because I feel like the seventh inning stretch, at least for me as a Cubs fan, is, is, is owned by the Cubs. Like, it's just, that's their thing. Like, that is a Cubs thing, just like the Brewers have roll out the barrel. Like, the roll out the barrel is uniquely more. When I go to a Brewer game, I'm, if I'm staying, it's not for the seventh inning stretch. It's for roll out the barrel. Because mm. that means I'm at a Brewer game. I thought seventh inning stretch was just something like all baseball. They do, but I mean, too. like, the Cubs have grabbed it. With Harry Carey, like, that, like that's iconic. It's, for me, they've grabbed it. But for mm. the Brewers, roll out the barrel. Like, when I go to a Brewer game, what is a uniquely a Brewer game is roll out the barrel. Yeah. And the sausage I mean, race. But, I mean, yeah, those two things are, or, I'm at a Brewer game. Yeah. Or, I, yeah, the Brewer, the sausage race is the king of the, for the Brewers game, like, traditions. I think See, I enjoy this more than the sausage race. I'm over the sausage race now. Oh, uh, come on. You get a bet on it every time. I, he's I, over I, preseason. He's over sausage races. I like the roll of the barrel, the though. I'm fine with the preseason, but once you start the disparaging the sausage races, we'll when I have a line. barrel of fun. This guy's anti-glizzy, so I'm not surprised. the barrel. barrel. We got the blues on the run. Zing, boom, terrero. Come on, Matt. Sing us (laughs) a song of good cheer. All right, all right. Roll out the barrel. There's no more. The gang's all here. Woo. Wow. This is Roger Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. <laughs> wow. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. like the Commanders. That's what they did in the preseason. You can go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison because that's where winners go. Uh, nearly $12 million in jackpots last month alone. I think this month is going to be better. I talked. I had lunch with Brad uh, from Ho-Chunk uh, Gaming Madison. There's some cool... I can't give it away because it's not up yet, but they're doing some really cool things within the actual casino that'll be able to—you'll be able to see those jackpots even more, get inspired to play more, see all those big-time lifetime jackpots, monthly jackpot, all in real time. <laughs> so that's coming. I mean, it's—it's it's cool to see actual records that mean something as opposed to like preseason records that are absolutely giant nothing burgers. It's nice. It's nice that Ho Chunk's gonna put something tangible up on the wall for you. Exactly, which I think uh, is uh, exciting. Over at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, they also, at the end of this month, are going to have their parking lot completely repaved. So the people asked for it, they gave it to them. They delivered. Yes, because Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, for the people, 
They got winners there, and they take care of their winners at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. We got a couple different Iron Jock poll questions out there to our fans. And we'll start with our secondary Iron Jock poll question, which is which Wisconsin sports anthem is the best right now? 66% of you say the jump around with roll out the barrel and bang on the uh, drum tied okay. at 17%. Uh, Jenny chimes in. You can't do this to me. They're all amazing. That's true. It's fair, but we know which one's. And that's the best. why we're doing it to you, Jenny. Yes. Yeah. Can I, I, it's like, who's your favorite child? Right. It's like <laughs> we all know you got one. You can't say it. That's fine. Well, Jim's got like four children, right? Because he's got his two girls back at home, and then he's got you, yeah. his work wife, and then he's got me, his work child. Yes. Can I point out that I the amount of crap I took on vacation of like not acknowledge like the, every once in a while they mentioned like oh I miss the pets I'm like oh yeah I guess like I mean I literally, <laughs> literally did not cry like not one ounce of my being missed the pets for one second when we we're gone <laughs> at all <laughs> I mean <laughs> not, honestly that does not surprise me in any my in wife may have capacity. said that I have a black spot on my heart because I did not at all think of them again you have several black spots in your heart. <laughs> what are we doing here i get those checked out <laughs> <laughs> but like what what am i missing like i again when the pets are there <laughs> compassion love yeah, yeah. affection all the, all the above. <laughs> what are you missing <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> several key human characteristics <laughs> look man people <laughs> like me <I'm> like good <laughs> Because your pets like me. don't. Judgmental Jim. <laughs> I'm glad people do. Oh, man. Look, if the dog comes up to me, I will pet the dog. That also was... <laughs> what? That also bothered my wife because I referred to the dog a few times as it or the dog. As it, like, not even on purpose. <laughs> just like, I'm like, look, we'll pick it We'll pick it up when we get back. And it's like, Dolly! Like, <laughs> I was like, I mean, I guess, I mean, like <laughs> dog. I'll pick him up from school. <laughs> your children! <laughs> the cats, if they come, they sit on my lap, I'll pet the cats. The but cats. cats and I are, are in they a fight. They have names, Jim. Yes. That's the point. That's Jim. what your point here. My the cats, the dog, it. You're supposed to humanize them with the name. Like, Jim, right now, I, I am in a battle royale of wills because they want a rabbit, and I just... I, Don't yeah. do it. I, Don't look, do the rabbit. I draw right. the line. Rabbits are Same, messy. But you sticky. can't draw at the... Rodent. Here's the problem. You draw the line at rodent. Yes, I draw the line. I said cats are it, but at the same time, I can't say, like, I don't live in, like, a... I'm not a dictator. I don't, like... <laughs> I it can is say what it I don't is, want man. a cat... A, I don't want a, a rabbit in the house, so I'm fighting a good fight as best as long as I can, but it's Jim, a hard fight. Just go ahead and say, like... This is the one thing that I, I... Look, this is going to make me sound really bad, and I'm going to just be honest about though. The sense of relief that I felt when the guinea pig died and then we didn't have that in the house anymore with the cats was um, like strong. I was like, oh, thank God. We're down We're down one. Because I have a rule in the house. Here's the thing. One you pet, don't have one to pl- convince the kids. All you have to do is convince your wife. She's the hardest one. <laughs> She's an animal lover. She wants to move out to the country and have pets, ever, like have goats and horses, the whole thing. <laughs> And I said, fine, put the rabbit outside. You can put whatever you want in the backyard. I don't care. Get a goat. I don't have to mow the yard. Like, that's fine with me. But, like, I don't want it in the house. Fair. Okay. That's that's my whole thing. I like my stuff more than I like the, the pets is basically it. 
<laughs> so, Dolly. <laughs> you yes, like your stuff more than you like Dolly. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Am I a bad person? 8447 No, you're just dense. Seven, seven, just dead inside. It's fine. No, you're just... Our just third Iron Jack poll question is, Jim Rutledge a bad person? Or is Jim Rutledge dead inside more and more? It's just, you're just dense. I, I, you've got to get it through your head that they want you to pretend to care. And I try to. But then By they, not saying their names, you're not trying but, very hard. But that's just more of like when I'm not thinking, I'm just talking. Like if I have to put on the dad act, then I'll be like, oh, do you love the cats? Sure. <laughs> like, I don't want to lie to my children. I don't not like the cats, but like loving a pet is like this. That's just... I'm literally, every time you say pet, I'm putting, I'm subbing Strofe's name in, and it is, do you love Strofe? Sure. We do have breaking news, it's though. It's behind the glass playing bump music. I will say this. Um, yeah, I, 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 Strofe, uh, Strofe, I definitely, I think, like more than the pets, but I got breaking news for you guys. Thanks. So... Mo- Friend of show Marissa left. Yeah, you know she's she's going to work in Good Karma still, but she's going to work up in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I have now hugged Marissa because she's not a oh, hugger either. So <laughs> awkward, Matt. You should have seen it. I was right there. Jim starts with, "I know neither of us like hugs." She because she and she goes, "It's okay." And she came in for the hug because <laughs> she doesn't like the hug she, either. She went full two arms. She went for the full hug. Jim, Jim just kind of like half wrapped his arm around her. Oh, it was so Did she go two arms? I don't even know. Both yeah. both around you, and, and you went o- you went over the top and like one arm. Here's the thing: I was surprised how small she is. Like so, it's just like all of a sudden, if I go two arms, I'm gonna engulf her. Like it felt like <laughs> like she's a small person. It just felt like that's too close. <laughs> it's too close. <laughs> you know, like Matt gives me a hug. Like Matt's a big dude. Like I'm not a goat. Like Alex. <laughs> yeah. I think she's a golfer. I thought it was too much. Yeah. No. So the funny thing is, I nothing met- more awkward than when you go for the side hug and someone goes for the the regular. It's it's like when someone goes for yeah. the fist bump or the high five, yeah. you know, and you just can't get it right. Except what? you're committed to like grabbing the person. That's why the side hug when they're <laughs> hugging you is the worst. You just so I didn't know that was the case. That does make it way worse. So here's the thing. I've had the exact interaction with uh, someone else, Courtney, who was here before Marissa. I think she was more of a hugger, but I never. Uh, and she literally on her way out, she's like, "I'm gonna miss you, Jim. Can I give you a hug?" I said, "Sure." So I gave her a hug before she went down to Florida. So I'm just not. Just not then he turned to one of his coworkers and said, "I'm going to miss that person. I'm going to miss it." <laughs> oh man, Daniel Sloth chimes in. I was the same way when our guinea pig died. I was deep down not upset about it. You are horrible people. I mean, I don't. That's a guinea pig. Look, like, I, get it. I get it. I would never own one. I had a hamster named Otis when it was gone. It was, like that was the one. So, my, I had a hamster as a kid. My wife asked me, "Like, what happened to it?" I'm like, I have no idea. It's just <laughs> yeah. it wasn't there anymore. I yeah, I, it died. But then she was blown away. I had a. I think I forgot about this. I had like a salamander. Same thing. She's like, <laughs> "You seem like a salamander." No, because here's the thing. I had a salamander. Too. Here's the root of it. My parents <laughs> didn't let me have pets, and I thought I wanted a pet. They're like, "Fine, you can have a salamander." I had them. Like, this sucks. And like my it's my wife asked me, she's like. What happened to it? I'm like, I have no idea. I hated that thing. I wanted nothing to do with it. it was, <laughs> I hated that thing. <laughs> so What's your name? It? No idea. You just Not let a it, clue. You just let it die. In I'm sure. It, I'm I sure. Ever, I would tell it, you my like, snake story. It probably just got out. Oh, God. You had a snake? Uh, for about a day. Oh, God. All right. 
Let's so, uh, can we hear it on the other side? <laughs> Whatever you want to do, Jim. Yeah. Let's give away some beer. First. All right, let's give away some beer, and then Before we can. Heard, Alex tells us let's about tease his snake. This, yeah, let's tease <laughs> this story about Alex Strove's snake. Uh, <laughs> we are not talking about my privates. Talk about your pet snake. Yes. Did you? Uh, Matt, did you hear that's, the? Well, that's what I called my. Uh, anyway, did you hear the new phrase that Matt uh, came up with yesterday? No. Do not remember the show from yesterday. It's in our social oh, media. Oh yeah, I. Uh, Premature coronation of Rashawn Gary as the sack leader of the <laughs> NFC. So he, he, I crowned fingers. him. Yes. I, I crowned him, and that that's is called a, a coronation. Yeah. yeah. You know, stroke probably. It's probably a common, a it's a common problem. Linger on your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What call are we doing? Let's do 10 for Jordan Love, a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> Caller number... Caller number 10. Facts! <laughs> 844-770-3776. Caller number... 10 844 You get a case of Lake Louie. Uh, it is amazing. You're going to get the uh, Lil Louie, uh, which is amazing. And, and I highly recommend that. And you get Wisconsin Amber. You get both of those in there. 844-770-3776. Caller number 10. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Fit him for the gold jacket. Jordan Love to the Hall of Fame. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. During the break, our social media queen, Maddie, came in and asked, who are the biggest divas in the NFL today? And I kind of got stumped after three. So I want some suggestions. What are players? What players across the league do, strike you as divas? Because I'm, 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 I'm stuck. I kind of think Aaron Rodgers is my number one diva in the league, and I love Aaron Rodgers, but it's still Aaron Rodgers. You know, I, I'll admit that. I think Odell Beckham Jr. kind of a diva, and then kind of Jalen Ramsey. But that's all I got. So if you've got any good suggestions for me. I would love them because I'm trying to come up with five. Well, we are because we were asked and we're coming up with the list together. Right. Like, I, when I say I, I mean as a, like a show, as like a, this is a, our entity. I, as an entity of Rutledge and Hamilton, want to know. Most people would just say us, but okay. We. <laughs> Matt Hamilton don't play like that. <laughs> Matt Hamilton gets stuff delivered to his doorstep on the regular. Matt Hamilton wants to crush Coors Light. <laughs> Matt Hamilton on the list. Biggest diva. Biggest diva. Right now, 73% of you say the jump around is the best Wisconsin sports sports anthem. Excuse me. And roll out the barrel, number two, bang on the drum, number three. I'll tell you which one annoys me the most, which I think is not surprising. Clearly bang on the drum. Right. And uh, we also have another question. Which longtime backup QB would you like the career of? Doug Peterson, Matt Flynn, Scott Tolzien, or Jim Sorgi? Doug Peterson in the lead by a... Landslide. I think wow. we got to put Stefan Diggs on the list. I throw him out there. The odd possum of Lake Mills says Stefan Diggs for sure. Like right. if you're in, if you're kind of in this, will I? Won't I? Skip some practice time. I think this year he and would make he got it. out of Minnesota, right? Doing yeah. the same thing. So I'm going to put Stefan Diggs on the list there. I like our list. You could say Zach Wilson, but eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Pop in and give us a list Two of the biggest quarterbacks divas <laughs> in the Zeke? NFL. He, he out so Zeke, too, so but I feel like Zeke's been humbled the last two years with like basically losing the starting spot to Tony Pollard, then getting let go and realizing that his position group is absolutely getting railroaded. I think Zeke is 
not quite the same deal. Like, if you'd have told me in 2018, Zeke, I'd have, I'd have been like, I'm with you, holding out for the Cowboys and stuff like that. But I think he's seeing the writing on the wall that running backs really can't be divas right now. Baker? Baker Mayfield? Yeah, he's sympathetic now. Maybe he was, but now he's like yeah, past again, the diva he's point. He's kind of like all those commercials where he was like pretending to live at the Brown Stadium, I thought made him more lovable. Personally. Yeah, but he acted a little bit diva-ish. I think it's cause, again. I'll say this, and we can eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, live from the Light Solar Studio. Alex Strofe behind the glass. Who do we give congratulations to? Killian, our winner of Throwback. Killian, season. Killian, great name. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that name. The six oh eight chimes in with Kyler Murray. Yeah. That's not bad. And six away, put your name on it so we can give you a shout out. Uh, I'm throwing him on the list. That's gonna that makes I think Kyler list. Murray for sure. We're just a little little slow on the uptake today because Kyler Murray should definitely be on the list. Uh, the whole Call of Duty isn't that like a whole thing with Kyler Murray that he plays Call of, like they had to have a Call of Duty they thing in his contract. They built it into his contract and then they took it out because it got so much backlash. Yeah, it's not great. What he wanted to play like a certain amount in facility. I think, I no, think, no, they were saying that he couldn't. He couldn't. Play. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Only like four hours of video game time a week or something. You only get so much screen time, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> right, I know, right? Uh, that's that's one way to look at it. That's Doug from Marshall. Oh my gosh, I hope my wife never gets wind of a contract like that. She might hand me a contract. Like only so much curling a week, so much golf a week. Well, curling's your profession. I love video you put those games. two together. Like curling is well, your okay, job. But the golf is fair. Right. The golf the, is the golf. Fair. <laughs> Like that contract will come with each child, with each child <laughs> with you each have. Child. Yeah, but that's going to be like an unspoken one. I'm going to have to toe the it's line. It's unspoken, and and they, but if you're not properly towing the line, that contract comes in divorce papers. So, like, oh, no, I would you, just say you got to step over the line to find out where it's at at some point. Right, Jim. but then you have to after you know where it is, it. Yeah. you have to then <laughs> backtrack. You right. have to like, yeah, stay behind that line. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to end up on this diva list. <laughs> Here's what we know for sure, Matt Hamilton. Always looking out for number one. You are, whether by hook or by crook, going to get your kids interested in golf. Oh, then you can, yeah, you better then you can, believe that. Because then you're going to drag them out there even if they want to be. Be like, hey, family trip. We're going golfing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's that's called S- playing stay- chess when everyone else yeah. is playing checkers, Jim. It's called what every guy does who loves golf as much as you do. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins could be on that list. Another one yeah. from the yard possum there. So now we got some names. Thank you. Good job, Matt. Crowdsourcing there. Because we had nothing. Absolutely nothing on that list. 844-770-3776. So we can get to like a real question. Like, where do you fall on the the starters playing in the preseason? Like, I'm fine with like a drive from Jordan Love. Just if you want to keep him a little sharp because they get a week off. But that's about it for me. I, I can't, and all the starters. Like one I, drive. I go back and forth. Like he's been around long enough. I don't think he really needs these preseason reps. He's they proven- are shell defenses, right? Yep. I've seen all the throws I've need. I wanted to see him make in the preseason. I, I, I asked for a long one after the Bengals game. I got it. Yep. I asked for something that resembled a wow throw. It was a very very good throw. Yep. To read. Yep. Um, I, I'm I'm satisfied personally. I'm like I'm confident enough that he is going to be a competent, capable, capable quarterback going into Week One. the The idea of and we like. We know how it is. Like even someone just rolling up on him by accident, he steps into a throw. He he follows through on a throw and hits a helmet. Like all those little things that are like, you can't really prevent some some things. He can be smart and get rid of the ball before there's pressure. 
But like the follow through on a helmet for a broken thumb, the same thing that Aaron Rodgers did. Yep. Tons of quarterbacks have done that. And I just I don't know if it's worth it. Maybe send him out for a drive if you really trust him to not get injured, but I don't know the point. Of I it. think the risk reward on a drive. And look, Green, Green Bay and look, Aaron Rodgers is going out at least for a little bit. Patrick Mahomes plays a decent amount in the preseason. I think he plays at least a little bit. I know he's played in the first two. Yeah. And Andy Reid believes. I get the idea of like You're being that good, though. I, I truly do think Patrick Mahomes just wants to. Right. And I think there's like a sharpness to it of, hey, I don't want my first snaps. Every game matters in the NFL. I don't want to waste a quarter trying to find the rhythm of just getting fully right. up to speed. And like, yeah. Patrick Mahomes get up up to speed faster than Jordan Love because Jordan Love, in all honesty, doesn't know what it really looks like to have an NFL defense scheme against him and this offense, and he still won't really know until a couple weeks in because that's when he'll know his tendencies and everything. Him, yeah. But like he doesn't really know disguised blitzes and going all out. He doesn't know any of that. So for him to get one more good time out there, what, I would go one drive. I mean, I know. Uh, I believe, I know Chicago's playing their starters, but I, they'll probably be, they said a specific amount of plays. So that's probably if they have a drive where they're scoring on like two plays, then they'll probably bring them back out again. But otherwise, right. if it's a six play drive, that's probably it. Hey, just stay sharp, execute a few things you want to see, execute just a little game speed for you. Go up against someone else because you're not going to see anyone else uh, until you get a whole week off. I think with that week off, there's something there too. So then it's like, hey, do you want this guy to have no live reps for? For two weeks. Right. I mean, I, again, I, I could see but either he's earned, way. He's earned it. I think he's earned the opportunity that if the Packers said we're going to sit him, I would have no problem with that because we, and I, I, we're different on this. Jordan Love didn't prove anything I didn't already know. I know Jordan Love is physically capable and he is comfortable in this offense. He knows this offense, mm-hmm. and as he should. Like, he should know this offense backwards and forward. He should know where the ball's supposed to go. And right now in the preseason with shell defenses, which we saw against Philadelphia, we know he can hit his mark. Now, mm-hmm. what happens when blitz comes and pressure comes and all that? We're not going to find that out next week anyways. Right. So we're not finding anything new about Jordan Love right now because he looks like a guy that at least can handle dropping back, making the throws that would be needed. And mm-hmm. then with the rest, we won't learn anything until it's real football. Sorry, Alex. I mean, I know it means everything. Shut just, up, Jim. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. You, you, you clearly have no clue. Game of the year has already been played. We might well, as well Jim, just shut Jim, her down for the NFL season Jim, because the best game that could have been played is already done. You're damn right about that. You should have seen that Monday night. Down to the wire. Down to the wire in a preseason game. Insane comeback. Biggest streak for nothing burger Down games two. Ever. They win by three. They were down two, four the, minutes left. Like, here's the thing. Preseason, I, I'm not a believer in trying to like catch up on like real games on social media, but preseason's made for the social media. Like I know, I saw the commander's drive. I saw the kick. I saw yeah. the excitement. Yeah. It took me 90 seconds. Yeah. I've seen every Sean Clifford throw and Jordan Love throw because they're clipped up all over the internet. Good and bad. Because here's the thing. I follow Packers Twitter and Bears Twitter. So I see every good Jordan Love throw and Sean Clifford throw and I see every bad one because everyone, the opposite side is showing the other ones. And so I've that's seen how you know, That's how you know your franchise has been irrelevant for 20 years when you're tweeting out preseason bad throws from your oh, rivals no. So, no, no, because I see the bad ones from Justin Fields from Packer fans. So, no. Like, <laughs> sorry. I see all the bad Justin Fields. I just want to go back Packer to something. Fans. They Jim, are in their feelings about Justin Fields. Jim, you've been doing, you, you often tell us you've been doing sports radio for 15 years. Yep. And it, it's sad because you have no idea what the hell you're talking about, <laughs> right? Because you. <laughs> It's it's amazing to me that you've gone a decade and a half in this career field, and yet you're going to sit up here and tell me Jordan Love isn't going to the Hall of Fame based off what you've seen in the preseason. 
Like, you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. That's very clear. That's fair. That's my bad. Yeah, you got me on that one. You got me good, too. Rutledge is an idiot. That's for for darn sure. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Rutledge is an idiot.